Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM World 4 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dublin's hit music station FM 4 Louise with you until 1 o'clock with 14 years at Inter-County Football 8 All-Irelands 12 Leinster Championships 2 All-Stars and 5 National Leagues also director at NutriQuick and BDO7.ie we're joined by Philly McMahon hello how are you? Yeah all good thanks for having me on thanks so much for joining us that is so much isn't it? like how does um, it feel to hear all that back to you? Uh, it's good, like it feels good, but uh, <laughs> it's just one of those things that happens naturally when you're looking at to get things done in different components of your life. So it's uh, it's true. nice to hear back. <laughs> it's true, and obviously everyone knows. I think at that, this point that you hand in your retirement in December. How does it feel to do that after such a long time? Because it was fourteen years. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a big change, um, but it was um, it was one that had to unfortunately end eventually. So. Mm-hmm. I look, I miss the lads, I miss the group and obviously playing at that level, running out in Crow Park and wearing the Dublin jersey is going to be uh, a big loss in, in, in terms of my life but I've loads to fulfil that and you know, uh, my wife said it's due a baby in 10 days so, Amazing. less than 10 days so that's that's going to definitely fill a big, uh, a big part of that time I have now that I've taken from, from giving up sport but um, loads of other things business wise and you have mentioned it at the start, so it's it's exciting to see what's what opportunities are there for me. Yeah, you you've done a lot, and you're kind of in the middle of doing a lot as well. So I suppose let's start off with your halftime talk program. Tell us a bit about this. Yeah, so uh, 2012 we set up a pilot scheme um, for at-risk youths, uh, people that maybe veered off in terms of a, a pathway in life, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it was very successful. Um, Seven went on to employment, six went on to further education, and then we set up a charity from that um, called Halftime Talk. So we basically went to communities and we look to pull all the different stakeholders together. So we will then run an educational program within the, the, the community. Um, if there's a youth provider uh, in, in the community, we'll, we'll basically link in with them and basically just try to get these young people on, on a good pathway and, and give them support and mentoring and life skills through business and sport. So uh, it's, it, we've had a first program this year. Um, obviously, had our difficulties because of COVID, but mm-hmm. um, it's great. We had we, we've got a really good group there, and it's gone really well. So we've kicked it off, and um, looking forward to more programs and helping more young people. Was it difficult to get people interested initially in in it? Yeah, it was definitely because mm. first of all, it was very hard to contact people um, with, with COVID. So, and then we would have had kind of a niche, um, a specific kind of group of people that we felt met the criteria that needed the support the most. Mm-hmm. But they're also the people that find it very hard to reach out the most um, from the other way around, or they might struggle with their confidence, and there's reasons why they have reared off their, their pathway. So. That, that's been quite difficult. Um, but look, yeah, we've got really, I'm very lucky of a board 
um, are very special people, and they've they've worked really, really hard to to get the program going and to get the people in, on the seats. And it's so important as well. It's something that's really important to even create that space for the conversations, really. Yeah, look, it's it's a it's a it's a domino effect. You know, when yeah. you can impact one person, that that person could impact one of his siblings or her siblings and and our friends, and, and that's that's what it's all about. You, you can change one person's life. I got the opportunity through sport, and I'm able to speak to people and run, uh, you know, uh, set up a charity and run programs for people to change their lives. So that's that's how important it is, and that's how that's how we can change cultures in communities, especially communities that are struggling with poverty. You also work with prisons as well, don't you? Yeah, I've I've worked with uh, um, prisoners in Mountjoy, um, and that obviously stopped because of COVID. Yeah. So. We're looking to get back going again, but um, that's that's really important because it's it's a spectrum that I'm I'm kind of working off. So um, one end is the early intervention, and then it's it's kind of at rescue, and then it's prisons, you know. So it's a whole spectrum. So the work we've been doing in prisons is based around leadership, um, getting people in prison to understand why, ultimately, why they are committing the crimes they have and who they are and. and how their experiences in life dictates who they actually become. So um, that's, that's again, it's, it's another exciting thing. It's When you go and you walk in a prison, you learn a huge amount about humans. Mm, I'd say so. I'd say, yeah, as you say, you'd learn so much and also you get to hear of other people's experiences that you, you may not know about, really, yeah. Yeah, well, like, I mean, the big thing is, like, if you have to go into a prison, that you'll see that, a huge amount of the population of prisons come from certain backgrounds mm. and they overlap um, and it's dominant. So it's it's nearly, if you were to pull back everything and, and kind of go, well, who populates prisons here and where do they come from? They come from the impoverished communities, the likes of Ballymun. I won't mention other communities, but mm-hmm. like I'm from Ballymun, I can say it's the impoverished community, like, you know, but um, it's so it's obvious. It's a, it's a generational cycle that we need to start breaking. So when we look at even the issues we have with drugs and, and, and drug-related crimes, everybody in every social class takes drugs. You know, like, it's 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 not just one social class that takes drugs. It's, if you take cocaine, it's, it's true, every social class. But yet, in prison right now, you see people from lower uh, class backgrounds in prison. So... It's kind of a war on it's a war on social class really than than it is kind of on drugs, you know. And I suppose what this might be a very big question, but what do we need to be doing, even either in prisons or outside of prisons, to help combat this? Oh, it's it's, it's a very complex question yeah. because there's loads to be done, you know. And I've found since two thousand and fourteen or fifteen when I started to delve into this area um, that it's. You can't go in thinking that there's only one thing that can fix it yeah. because this is the, the, every person has a different life and a different experience of that of why they went down that pathway. So, so all you can do is, as I said, to change one person at a time or, or try to impact one person at a time and hope that that person then impacts another and another and another, and and that's the domino the domino effect. But there's obviously policy issues that we need to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's, there's I mean, look, there's, there's loads, you know, from a media point of view, what could media do? The media could definitely support um, all the good in these communities and start highlighting that stuff instead of the bad. And I understand there's an area where that has to be done. So so there's loads to be done. There's loads of work 
it's uh, but it's basically the, the key thing for me what I'm doing is is trying to target the three the three different areas of early intervention at risk youths and people that come out of prison so they don't re re um recommit crimes and, and, and the recidivism levels don't go up really high. Um so I'm only one person but I've got a group around me and I've got people around me but it's it's quite difficult, it's quite complex but it's it's certainly something that I'm passionate about and it's a purpose for me in life. Yeah, absolutely. And you seem to be getting them at each level as well, so that's really good. It's an overall um effect that will hopefully do um lots of good in, in the future as well. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. But it's 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 something that you have to enjoy doing because yeah. there's a lot of it's it wouldn't call it failures, but there's a lot of times where what you do has it doesn't have the impact that you want, but also on the other hand, when you get people even just messaging you, just maybe, you know, with their family members that have read your book or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. they're the kind of times that just, you know, you look at it and you say, that's why it's all worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And you've also teamed up with Tesco and Good Grub for Stronger Starts. Yeah, so um, again, from what we've just spoke about, it was a, it was an easy decision to get get involved with the with the Tesco Stronger Starts because of uh, everything I've experienced in my own life. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's one of those things that we take for granted that we we um, we think that we've food on our table and the roof over our head so nobody everybody else is alright, but that's not the case and the research that we've done, um, the guys um in Tesco's and Good Group have looked at um forty desk skills and looked at the community li- community liaison officers in those to find out is there a need and and, and just, there's a lot of skills out there that'll do really good work in terms of feeding kids while they're in school but it's when they go home. So Tesco's um are doing a huge amount of work and they're going to be given like 120,000 meals for families in those communities um, which is going to be which is going to be key you know yeah it's amazing it's going to make a big change for lots of people but I suppose you're also a director of a gym and you work in nutrition with New Year's what should we all be doing (laughs) because I know New Year or Yeah. yeah New Year New Me and all that doesn't always necessarily work that way no, no. Like I mean, I I think um, for everybody, including myself who owns the gym, like it's a it's a pathway we go through constantly. And I think every year we learn a little bit more about ourselves. But ultimately, what needs to happen is that we need to deeply connect with our goal. So mm-hmm. in other words, you've done indulged at Christmas time, and you've just said like, no, I'm sick of it. I'm going to get into shape. And uh, the summer's coming, all that sort of stuff. There's loads of ways you can be thinking of it. But ultimately, when you look in the mirror naked, you probably, it's from a vanity point of view, you're unhappy with yourself. Um, so the easy part is the start. Mm-hmm. The easy part, and, and for some people, it's hard, actually, just to go to a gym or to start classes somewhere. Yeah, if you've never done um, it before, yeah. Yeah, no, the good thing with COVID, if, 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 if there is that, the good thing is a lot of people, the population of, of the fitness industry probably has increased because a lot of people have done workouts at home. Mm-hmm. It's just getting them now to a gym environment uh, or a good coach that could help them prolong um, or, or stop them failing or dropping off after they've had the motivation drop off. Because that, that comes in around mid-February for some people. Mm-hmm. So a coach can help you along that way. So And the other thing is people need to realise all gyms aren't the same. So you've got gyms where you can pay a low low membership rate and go in and use it, but you have to know what you're doing. 
but there's also gyms that you can go in and get coached. You'll pay a little bit extra, but it'll be it'll mean you'll get better results. It'll mean that you'll get more education and support through the coaching, and that you'll continue on and you'll have that accountability. You'll have somebody to hold you accountable to your goal further than what you probably did last year. I think you need I definitely would need that because it's very easy when you know it's cold outside or whatever to kind of go oh do you know what I'd rather just stay here and have a cup of tea and you know it is easier to talk yourself out but unless there's somebody waiting for you you know it does kind of make you get up and go all right I better not leave them waiting you know that kind of way yeah yeah and you know what I think Ireland has changed and I think the UK Dubai uh, Australia America they're all kind of more into you can see that there's more studio based gyms set mm-hmm. up, uh, more coaching environments. Um, so I think Ireland is going to shift to that, and I can see it already. So you don't have to pay personal training if you want personal training, it's great, you'll get more personalization. Mm-hmm. But also, now you're seeing a lot of class environments that can give you personalization, um, and that can get you results. So that's the great thing. I, th- I, I think the, the trend in Ireland is starting to change a little bit. These Big mainstream gyms are still there and they're still available for people that know what they're doing. Um, but I do also know that the, the other side of that market, which it's people that need coaching, that's starting to grow as well. So there's loads of options for people that want to get fit and healthy. Yeah, and I must ask you, actually, I read somewhere that you play the saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been doing that for? Oh, probably about five I can't even remember, maybe six, seven years. Wow. Six, seven years. That's so, a yeah. cool instrument to have. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be great at it, but I, I play it. I get, I'm very lucky. I'm a good, co- a good coach that teaches me uh, once or twice a week when when I'm committed. But it's uh, I started off. Look, obviously, my mum said to me, "What do you want at Christmas?" It was very hard to buy for, so <laughs> I said, um, "Yeah, get me, uh, get me a saxophone." Because <laughs> at that time, I was big into house music. Still am, but like I was really big into house music, yeah. and there was a lot of saxophone and house music. And then my sister said, "What do you want?" And I said, "Get me lessons," and that's. One of those things was like, I'm going to do it. Like, you know, I'm going to stick it out. It's kind of like so, fitness, uh, isn't it? Once you get started. Yeah, it's good. It's good for other areas like, so commitment. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you play sports, you build these commitment levels up and that will help you, obviously, with your getting through the kind of, will I, will I, I won't I give it up phase. Um, and just also, it gives you a balance in life. So if I'm able to play my saxophone, I'd probably have other areas quite balanced out in terms of time. So family or, or sport yeah. or... You know, it, it, I'm meant to sit down and play the saxophone, so, um, so it's, a, it's a great little hobby to have. Yeah, absolutely. It's always nice to have another outlet. I bought myself an acoustic guitar a very long time ago, and I still can't play it, but it's still there. I'm, <laughs> I'm aiming to try and do it at some point again. <laughs> do you know when it's kind of sitting in the corner shouting at you, basically, really? So I do. I yeah. must. I must go and commit to it. But tell us, well, how can people find out more about your gym? Well, it, uh, easy easiest way is probably social media. So mm-hmm. uh, contact BDU Seven so um, on Instagram or, or Facebook. If just private mail us and you want to come up for a free week or a free consultation just to see does it fit you before you spend any money, um, we, we we'd love to welcome more members in uh, all the time. So amazing, Philly! Thank you so much for taking the time. No problem. Thanks very much. Have a good one. Same to you. Bye bye. FM one hundred four Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.